0: My name is Carlin Burasenko, and you are listening to the Art of the Trigger. All of the materials for Art of the Trigger are produced both as an audio format podcast and also a digital format where you can read and see the screenshots associated with it. So you're listening to the audio format right now. You may be listening to it embedded in the article on my sub stack, which you can find by going to artofthetrigger.com. It will just redirect right over to the sub stack. You may be listening to this on a podcast platform like Apple, Spotify, those sorts of things. If you ever want to see the actual print article, those are always available on artofthetrigger.com. Today, we're going to be going through an exchange I had with someone recently on Instagram. Now, this person is not a public person, so this is not a triggering case study. This is not like Deb Philman or Sticks Hexenhammer or any of the multitude of case studies that I have planned. Uh, Hint, hint, Church of Satan is one of them. Yes, I actually did trigger the Church of Satan. Probably not my smartest move. But okay, we're going to do that another time. Today we're talking about me triggering just an average person. And the reason I wanted to talk about this is not so much to embarrass this person. I actually don't give away her identity, even though I do show screenshots of the triggering. But it was just the epitome of how this stuff plays out. I have seen this pattern over and over and over and over and over and over and over over again among my audience for the last two and a half years. And so I wanted to give people an example of this so you can see how the triggering plays out. And then you get to make the choice. Do you want to... Own up to your responsibility in the triggering? Or do you want to completely abdicate responsibility and put it on whatever content creator you might be going after at the time? This is called Own Your Emotions. You triggered yourself, bro. Let's get started. Oftentimes on social media, I'll hear from people who are less than thrilled with the things I've said. And when I hear from them, They do their level best to try to convince me that I'm angry, that my anger has resulted in them becoming angry, and that I'm the one who is the source of all their frustration. That I used to be one person, a kinder, gentler person, who agreed with them and parroted their favorite talking points back to them. And now I have changed into an evil, overly emotional person who is angry all the time and never says or does anything productive. Here's what actually happened. I said something they didn't like. It pissed them off. And they didn't want to take responsibility for their own emotions, so they projected them onto me. They feel angry, so I must be angry. They're acting overly emotional, so I must be acting overly emotional. In their eyes, I must be to blame for their anger. Otherwise, they would have to blame the person they see in the mirror. And we can't have that, can we? When this happens, I tend to sit back with a sort of amusement at the idea that a statement from me, a stranger, can cause anyone that much anger. Why should it? If they don't agree with me, there is no reason to be angry. I'm just a rando on the internet. When people say things I disagree with, I generally just keep scrolling and mutter idiot to myself. But I don't send them a message or a litany of tweets telling them they're an angry, horrible person that has changed so much since I started following them. That would be stupid. It accomplishes nothing. Every excuse the person makes for why they are triggered is nothing more than an excuse to deflect from taking responsibility for their own emotions. After all, we only get triggered when there is truth. And you can see the article, Triggering is Truth, on artofthetrigger.com for more information on that. They're not triggered because they know I'm wrong. They're triggered because they know I'm right and don't want to admit it. Let me show you how this plays out. Here is an example of one such dialogue that took place over Instagram recently. I've, I've protected the identity of the triggered because they're just an average person. I only do profiles of public people. I had posted a video discussing the public schools, asserting that if we got rid of all credentialed teachers in the schools and replaced them with average Joes off the street to teach kids how to function in the real world, we would probably be better off. Well, This angered one of my followers, a woman I had never spoken with before, and she unloaded on me in my messages. Over the course of several days, here's how that conversation unfolded. One last note before we get into the conversation. It may seem like I'm making fun of this woman in the course of this. That's not actually the intention. The intention is to illustrate how these behaviors play out and their true underlying causes. And doing so works best with a live example. If you understand what's happening and why it's happening, that means you can learn from her mistakes. All right, we're going to dig into the conversation now. And again, these screenshots are available in the article that's posted on artofthetrigger.com. This is the message I got. Carlin, I have been following you from your knitting days and your walkaway moment. And I have to say, I was emotionally invested in what you stood for. I defended you at every turn against haters because you were everything your generation needed to be at a time we needed it most. And being emotionally invested, I am floored and incredibly hurt by your callous post, calling for every accredited teacher to be replaced by people off the street. That isn't how 99% of our educational system is working. I live in middle America, where we teach values and American pride. Teaching is not for some blow-joe blow off the street. It is fucking hard, and good teachers are fighting with their lives, reputations, and personal safety to give these kids some semblance of structure. I am not woke, and I choose to stay and fight in the trenches for kids who are so confused and lost. Some can only be described as feral. Why did you have to say something so inflammatory and extreme? This cuts deep. That was the first message I got. So even though she admits to being emotionally invested in her message, thus she is the one who was triggered, because that's what triggering is, it's an emotional investment. Even though she admitted it, she continues to blame me for her anger. Now, of course, There is no point in pointing to this woman to any number of resources I have that would back up my opinion. Triggering is not a logical state of mind. It is not a state of mind that is remotely close to having a nuanced conversation or able to analyze rational information. So instead, I offered a flip remark that I knew would trigger her more. And we'll get to what that remark was in a second. Now, some might argue that's a cruel thing to do. They would say, you're a psychologist, how dare you? As they clutch their pearls for maximum effect. I disagree that it's cruel for a few reasons. One, relief from the burden of taking responsibility for other people's emotions is one of the greatest gifts you can give to yourself. This woman's emotions are not my responsibility. They are her responsibility, and no matter how much she wants to try to emotionally manipulate me, either consciously or subconsciously, to make me believe they are my responsibility, they are not. Two, triggering people is fun, and if you're going to slide into my DMs with a nasty tirade, then I'm going to put you on my list of people who need to be triggered to make them more resilient. So really, I'm doing her a favor. Three, there is nothing dangerous about this. I'm not insulting her. I'm not suggesting she harm herself. Artful trolling to provoke an emotional reaction is not the same thing as psychological abuse or torture, and we should stop pretending it is. Four, she messaged me a tirade. Get out of the kitchen if you can't take the heat. And so I replied, If I were you, I would focus my anger on the people who have destroyed your profession. You will fix nothing by taking out your feelings on me. And she responded, Oh, I do. I fight every day for children and parents in the trenches, not sitting as an armchair quarterback, demanding all teachers get fired without ever stepping into a classroom or seeing how I and others like me are trying to save this generation from destruction. Weren't you the one telling conservatives to get off their asses and say or do something? I am fixing this problem by staying and fighting every day I walk into my room, Carlin, plain and simple. You are wrong to demand all teachers should be stripped of their licensure, defund police, trust the science. Our profession is hurting, but just like the law enforcement and doctors, there are good teachers fighting every day. Your liberal stripes are coming out by being so extreme and associating the bad in my profession with every teacher in a classroom, with your faulty argument. I'm sorry you have turned into such a jaded, and disenchanted shock, jock, now I really did respect you. This is one of the most common emotional manipulations people try on the internet. I used to respect you until you said something I didn't like, and now I'm going to vilify you in every possible way to try to get you to admit that you're wrong because if you're wrong, that means I can't dismiss the co- or excuse me, I can dismiss the cognitive dissonance that I have about this the thing you just said that triggered me so badly. But now I know you're just a liberal. The truth is that people like this never respected me. They simply used me as a person that said the talking points they wanted to hear at that time. I fed their confirmation bias and they appreciated that, but they never respected me or even cared to hear my opinions. And as soon as I say something they don't like, they'll inevitably tell me that I'm just a liberal proving again that they haven't listened to much of what I've said for the past two years. It's important to have this presence of mind to understand what they want. This person is trying to position this as critical feedback to help me. But you should never take advice from someone who doesn't have your best interest at heart. She's not interested in helping me. She's only feigning that interest in order to control me, so I'll just go back to saying the things she wants me to say. If you have an audience, it is inevitable that your audience will try to control you at some point. Say what I want or else I'll stop watching you. Well, the truth is that most of the people who do this have never been real supporters anyway. So fuck them. A view here and there or even a $5 a month subscription to a platform is not a high enough price to compromise your integrity for. The fact that they don't like your words is a them problem, not a you problem. Treat them accordingly. And so I responded, perhaps a bit more um patronizingly. But just because I was patronizing doesn't mean it wasn't the truth. And that triggered her even more. I said, LOL, you know you sound like a leftist, right? You guys are all the same. You freak out and insult people when they tell you something you don't want to hear. This is why no one ever supports you. I'm sorry I ever did. And she responded, No, really, I know exactly what is wrong with education. It is the water I swim in and have been in over two decades. I am not a leftist. That is quite laughable. That said, I am a good teacher in a broken system to say that because the system is broken, because of the leftists and now deserve to have all hard-working, caring, conservative teachers also stripped of their licenses is folding to the narrative. Get out of the city! Stop generalizing leftist teachers with those who are daily reporting on the abuses being perpetrated by teachers, counselors, administrators, and board members who now to the communist agendas. We are out there fighting every day, exhausted, scared, bullied yet resolved to stick it out because the children have no voice. Carlin, to say I don't deserve my teaching license because you think all teachers are worthless and inept lunatics is not fair at the least and inflammatory as the liberals you claim to be against. This, of course, provided me with more evidence that this person was never a supporter of my work for several reasons, the most overt of which is that she asserted I needed to get out of the city. I live in New Hampshire. I'm currently the Libertarian Party of New Hampshire nominee for governor of New Hampshire. Everyone who watches me knows I live in New Hampshire. There are no cities in New Hampshire. And even if you can make the case that Manchester and Nashua are cities, I don't live in either of those. But the bigger question is this. Why did this person care so much about proving that she deserved her teacher's license to me? Why was it so important to her that I see her as a good teacher? the answer is simple. She doesn't see herself as a good teacher and knows, whether or not she wants to admit it, that she's not doing enough to fight back. But she doesn't want to admit that to herself. It's far easier for her to lash out at me than it is to look at herself in the mirror and be honest about what's going on. If she believed in herself and what she was doing, then why would it matter to her that I made a video saying that average people off the street would be more capable than licensed teachers? And we know it matters to her, because she's spent considerable energy telling me off, all to hide her true motivations. And so I told her so. I said, if you think taking your anger out on me is going to convince me you're right, I think you're going to be disappointed. And she replied, I'm not angry. And yes, I am already disappointed, but not because you don't agree with me. I'm disappointed that you're using your educated, intelligent, yet jaded voice to sermonize that any person off the streets can be an effective teacher. I'm also sad you are advocating your platform for caring, hardworking teachers all around the country who are still fighting in the trenches, the same as you be stripped of their licenses. Angry? Nah. I'm too busy picking up the pieces of an entire generation in lockdown for over a year and retraining feral children how to survive in public. I don't have the energy to be angry at someone who knows nothing about the realities in schools, what is actually happening with teachers who are so actually doing the work you so often complain conservatives are doing, all while being bullied and threatened by liberals who also want me gone. Again, she responds, trying to prove her bona fides to me. And- If I know nothing about what's going on in the schools, as she asserts, then why would she care what I think? I'm positive this woman has done nothing but comment on the internet. She's not the savior of her profession. More likely, she's a meek woman who will never speak up in real life, which both angers and frustrates her, and she takes her anger and frustration out on strangers on the internet because it's easier. A much better strategy would be to build up her own personal power, so that people on the internet don't have this type of impact on her. Alas, that's now where we are. So she continued. Yet there you sit behind a microphone calling for my license to be revoked. Out of touch is what's really going on in the trenches. What makes you any different from the liberals? I was hoping that maybe you would understand what it was like for conservative teachers still fighting the leftist agenda, the beating we take every day for standing our ground. Guess I was wrong about that. And about you wanting the right to fight back. Your words matter, Carlin. And you call for the blanket, non discriminatory firing of an army of teachers who are sacrificing, hurting, and fighting and doing the hard work. I responded. It's pretty obvious that you're angry. And that was the last I heard of her. And we end with her repeating the same old insults. This is a script she's probably used with others as well. And declaring that I'm the problem when she's the one who's been ranting in my inbox for days on end. She, of course, is innocent in her eyes. The savior of education. The only rational voice in the conversation. Sure. The truth is she got triggered. Didn't want to own up to it and then proceeded to trigger herself far more than I ever could if she wasn't lobbing me softball after softball to do it. You got hit in the feels. Own it. What's really happening when I trigger people is that I've expressed an opinion that hits them right in the feels, and they blame me for their emotional reaction because they don't want to take responsibility for it themselves. It's significantly easier to blame someone else for your anger than to take responsibility for your emotions. It's especially easy when you're blaming someone you don't know, say a person on the internet, because there is no consequence for you in blaming that person. You may even convince yourself that person deserves it because they have a perceived platform. If people follow them, then they must be responsible for the emotions of all their followers. But the truth is that no one is responsible for your emotions except for you. And the sooner you learn that, the less likely you are to be triggered by what others say, especially people on the internet. That is what this lesson is designed to teach. If you're comfortable with yourself and your beliefs, then nothing anyone says or does can fuck with you. It's only when you abdicate responsibility for owning your emotions does the trigger take over and cause you to behave emotionally and oftentimes irrationally. If something triggers you, stop, breathe, take a moment to figure out why you want to lash out emotionally. What are you really upset about? If you're upset about what this person has said, then ask why. And if you can't find that answer, well, just take a moment, work it out. But lashing out is just going to prove that you haven't done the work to own your own emotions. That's all I've got for this one, guys. We'll see you next time.